0: Hello there, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith List.
1: And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us.
0: Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger.
1: Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking I one to buckle up, baby. Carlos, Smash you. King Tom. Hey, guys, you ever see that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And, of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. They got your weekend key covered. And you, you're on the sick list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 381 of The Sith List. I am one of your two hosts tonight. Yes, that's two. Aroj Lachai and my co-pilot this evening, the man I call Crunch Crunch. He's back, Mr. Last Gonzalaz. What's up, buddy?
0: Not much, man. Here we are. Finally made it. I'm alive. Sorry, y'all, for missing time. Let's have some fun, Araj. Let's do this. Hey,
1: we're gonna have we're gonna have a good time. We just did a whole like reminiscing of the year two thousand two, and that was like prime time, Araj and Les going out and partying like rock stars. So a lot of those songs that we heard in that year, we talked about it was. Like, I'm paying nice for it now
0: pressed. in my 40s, God damn it, I'm paying yes, for it yes, so am I. dearly. So am I. And I'll get <laughs> into it. I'll, I'll tell you
1: how much I'm paying for it. Um, everything hurts, man. Yeah, everything everything does hurts. Hurt. My knees, my back. It. Old age is a thing, guys. Just Old age <laughs> is a thing. Guys, please check us out, Synthless.com, for all cool things like our Patreon. For as low as $36 a year, you could... Be uh, a Sith Lister, an official one, and hang out with uh-huh. us and watch uh, us uh, video-wise on these uh, visual episodes that we do of, of our podcast and also get the uh, content. We have all kinds of great content and cool content, fun content. So, uh, yeah, click us on the uh, the uh, Patreon.com. Just check us out on Sith List, and uh, we're there. Also, our YouTube stuff, uh, I know we're kind of like – been uh been slow lately, but we're going to be picking it up. There's all kinds of cool stuff coming out. Echo's coming out. And we also have uh, Stranger Things. I think it's going to be coming out sometime in the near future. And boys strikes over all kinds of content. is going to be coming our yes. way. So please subscribe, like, comment on any of the videos. And uh, yeah, join the party. Speaking of party, this is going to feel like a party. We don't have Randy. We don't have Eric. We don't have King Tom. We don't have Boo. Boo tried. But uh, his Mm -hmm. uh, internet is awful, um, and he can't go tonight. And the other guys all have good excuses, so uh, it's all good in the hood. Les and I are going to try to hold the fort down like the old times and uh, see if we can come up with an episode here, man. How you been, man? Um, Talk to the listeners. Talk to the listeners. Give them an update on your life,
0: Les. Uh, I'll be honest, people. I kind of like to keep things to myself, so... uh... Things haven't been good, but you know what? Things are getting better. I'll just leave it at that. Um, you know, that's good. here I am. So it's simple as that. But uh, that's all we need to Take know. care of your health, people. That's all I'm going to say. Just take care of your yes, health. Monitor take all care of, you of you your health. Monitor. Don't be like me or like most of us. Uh, you know, I'm 45, I'm not 25. So <laughs> definitely need to make sure that I accept uh, that. And uh, yeah need to start finding some supplements and some multivitamins and <laughs>
1: yeah and some hydration Centrum Silver I, I take <laughs> I take these hydration packets that you can get from like these like Costco or whatever there's like hydration packets that you pour into oh. your water
0: and, uh, and I'm telling you they like work. electrolytes and all that stuff yeah. added yeah, yeah. electrolytes potassium and do, everything I'm
1: about to put them in and, and do lines of them that's wrong. at. like just like let's let's sniff them let's snort them you know, you just go straight in my bloodstream. They're like, give me some electrolytes. Ah. I was in. Uh, l- let me tell you what I did this weekend. I was in Vegas, like I said to you guys last week. Um, had a cruise plan. Went pl- cruise got canceled um, because of a propeller or something. So Lorena decides to pack some trips in um, with two children uh, to Las Vegas. And tomorrow I'm heading out to Maui. Uh, first thing in the morning, leaving here at eight in the morning and heading to Maui on Thanksgiving. With the so baby, two well, Malik in laws, uh, learning his parents, Boo's parents, and yeah, and uh, Lily's first trip. Oh, great! So that should be interesting—a five-hour trip across the Pacific um, with a one-year-old. But we were in Vegas, and we planned it where it was after the F1 series oh. that I just went down in Vegas, because Vegas over the last week has over the last month has been a shit show. If you're used to going to Las Vegas, and you've been there; you know how shitty and crazy it is. Especially, I talked to a lot of locals, and they are over it. It's caused major issues with um, people that were using Uber as transportation to work. Prices tripled and quadrupled during that those three days. Um, traffic it was horrendous. So we go up, and we go up on a Sunday, which usually takes from here three hours. Took us six and a half to go to vegas because of a sandstorm that shut down the freeway mm, so the wind is crazy right now out here yeah so. wind was crazy so it shut it down took us six and a half hours so six and a half hours to go to vegas with kids so you could imagine so had that drove the whole way get there and vegas does not look like vegas anymore i mean there is grandstands covering the entire strip you you can't drive on the strip because the traffic is so awful it was To a point where I was like, I don't want to come back to the city, which for me to say that is a, because I love that city to death. Um, Luckily when we're leaving um, on yesterday, they were tearing everything down. So we have a trip plan, Les and Randy and Boo, uh, Les Randy and a couple other friends um, are heading to Vegas in January. So it should be good by then, Les. But I will say, I went out. Me and Lorena went out, and we went to go drink and gamble on our own while their kids were sleeping, and the in-laws were watching them. And I drank, like, three drinks, and I felt, like, fucking awful, bro. I mean, I was like, how am I going to do this in January with these guys? We don't don't do what we do anymore, sir. So, yes, one drink. That's why I'm drinking this beer right now, just to get my tolerance level up again. I I mean, I drank two white Russians and a a Miller Banquet. The champagne of beers. Oh, I felt like dog shit. I wasn't drunk, but I just felt like I was hung over. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. 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 <laughs> we better get our shit together. Here's- oh man, it's, it's
0: all the same, y'all. We gotta know when to hang him up. Put the jersey Yeah, but we're not hanging him up. We're going in <laughs> a couple we're going in a month. We can't be Yarmer Yager and just like be in the Hall of Fame and still play. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. Exactly. Oh, so that was my my uh, my trip there. The F one series. I guess it went. I mean, I, I watched it from here, from our house before we went, and it seemed pretty rad, like how it looked and everything. But it caused. It's going to bring in one point five billion dollars to the city. It, it created a ton of jobs, and it's a ten year oh, deal. So, yeah, but do not why? go to Vegas from October to the end of this uh, to the end of Thanksgiving because it's just shit show. Just don't do it my uh
0: my social instincts want to kick in but i'm going to leave it at that because there's a lot of money
1: on the strip but there is not a lot of money surrounding the place well here's the thing because the traffic is so awful you have to take these side streets and back channel streets and you see the difference between the strip and everything else it's just like the haves and the have-nots are so drastic you know and it's not that far it's like oh no i'm talking to two blocks two blocks actually yeah so it's two blocks two blocks off the strip it's it's you're in shitsville and it's awful Uh, yeah but you know anyways it is what it is and i mean it is raising a ton of money and is is it's it's bringing in a ton of jobs man a ton of jobs i mean you could see them working their asses off you know understood hopefully hopefully they're getting paid tons of money they're all union so i would imagine they are um but we'll see but here's another cool thing i found out that the next Residency at the Sphere is in negotiations right now, and it's going to be Beyonce and maybe Jay Z together doing a residency for a month or two at the Sphere. Man, Good oh man,
0: getting tickets to that, y'all, because
1: <laughs> it ain't happening. I'll get them. I'll get them. I'm telling yeah, because you, yeah. you have the
0: ability to do so, but yeah, the rest of yeah, us. I will. Beyonce alone—that's a three you- thousand dollar ticket. Are you
1: kidding? Bro, me? can you see yeah, Beyonce that close in three D in the sphere, of looking at me? Oh my god! I don't know. I don't know.
0: if They better broadcast that Beyonce show on the
1: outside of the sphere for everybody else to see. <laughs> damn it! Yeah, let's just Once, cause a
0: full distraction, Vegas. Let's
1: just do it. Just, just. One sad on, thing though, they had a the sphere became a baseball, and it said a welcome Oakland A's. And I was like, oh god, Oakland's just getting work man. Yeah, uh, I mean, it looked really cool on the sphere, but I was just like, "Gosh, poor, poor city of Oakland." They lose As, the Raiders. They lose the Golden State Warriors after they win a couple of championships. Oh, I know they, they just, moved
0: over. Where, where did they San Fran. Gone? They're in they San Fran, over in the middle the of downtown. Now.
1: And they just lost the A's. They have nothing. I mean, nothing. And that city needs stuff. They need that money to be coming in. That's for sure. That's, that's so damn good. Talk about haves yeah. and have-nots. You just go across the bay and, and you know. Yeah, exactly. It, it's insane. Just like
0: Chappelle said
1: uh, back in the day
0: on his uh, Chappelle show,
1: and he's like, mm-hmm, cross that bridge, and it's a whole different story. <laughs> oh, it sure is. <laughs> it sure is, man. Anything else? Uh, well, let's get into the box office, man. Maybe you've, maybe you've watched something in the last couple of weeks that we need to know about. Here you go. Here's Johnny. I know it was you, Fred. Guys, Rotten Tomatoes Weekend Box Office results the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes Claim Victory. The Hunger Games prequel and the Trolls sequel handily knocked the Marvels down a couple of pegs where it struggled for third place against Eli Ross Thanksgiving, which, oh, man, if you have seen the Thanksgiving. That's a scary. That's a trailer. A I don't know what one, right? that is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's mm-hmm. the one that I think he hunts people and eats them for Thanksgiving dinner is I think what's happening there. Um, eli so roth is game. a scary dude so yeah he is a scary dude yeah out of songbirds and snakes made 44 million good pull uh trolls a ba- uh, band together 30.6 million mm. and marvel's 10.2 it dropped dramatically thanksgiving 10.2 it tied for third place and five nights of freddy's 3.5 so uh did you get to watch the Marvels? I know you've been, you know, at home. I was I was in the hospital,
0: so I missed the yeah. Marvels and I missed the uh ballad of songbirds and snakes. Uh but yeah, I will I, miss- I plan this weekend to catch up and get on it. Um what sucks about the Marvels, or you know what? Yeah, I'm just gonna say what sucks about the Marvels yeah. is that there is this there's this like just icky discourse, man. This icky <laughs> It is, right everything about all of it and it's starting people are starting to question like you know the the quote superhero films and they want to see yeah. what scorsese has to say and then you know what then they go to christopher Nolan for a quote and then they turn around and they go hey you know nia de who directed the movie is just terrible and you're like what's what's going on here you know like yeah a, a lot of our it, it's they're creating the narratives so I feel personally that there is no, uh, fatigue that they're trying to put out there. I feel that yeah. there may be a different type of fatigue in terms of this, who wants to spend, let's say the marvels you want to take, let's say you have three daughters and your wife and you want to go to the marvels out here in California. That's like $200.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, no more. It's, it's, it's well, more. Let's just say it's 15 bucks a person. You're talking, it's like with food and yeah. I mean, if you want to go to dinner before, yeah, you're talking 150 bucks. And
0: and if you're buying concessions in the theater too, some things are just too expensive. The convenience of streaming is there.
1: Uh,
0: I would feel that people just, you know, we don't need the quote. It's probably complicated. Yes, all you business savvy people who understand profits and budgets and investments and returns on investments. I understand that. Those are a thing, but also this whole it's all interconnected when the media is looking to find a way to tear something down. I don't I feel that this movie was, quote, not a woke movie. So you got those people out there saying this is still an agenda of some type. It's just a crossover movie. All three of them are Marvels. They're Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel and the other Captain Marvel you know what I'm saying so they're all that's perfect like it makes sense to do that then you know to try to have just Brie Larson out there so I I'm anxious to see it I'm anxious to watch just because I'm not sick of superhero shows and movies I understand that you know we've there's there's a pinnacle and yes in game in that first couple of phases of Marvel the reintroduction of spider-man with tom holland i get it you know black panther was great all those movies were great we're still getting it, it, it... look again i'm gonna say this not that long ago people laughed at us for liking space shows like star wars and for reading kitty stuff you know i'm 30 something i'm a grown man i don't need to read no comic yeah. books or any of that comic stuff. books yeah like it wasn't that long ago, you know, like all these other things that we that are talked about. It was not that too long ago when this was something these these things were something that, you know, you kept in a small box in your room. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like for those of us, you know, you had your short boxes, long boxes full of comics or your Star Wars stuff. You know, you in your garage, whatever. It was something you kept to yourself. And if you did find other people, you talked about it group got too big and too loud. What happened? People walk by you bunch of losers stopped, you know, nerds, all that stuff. Trust me, we were not cool. Now, all of a sudden, everything is cool. <laughs> and all the stuff that we like is out there. And now all of a sudden, this, these are the same casuals who were not into these things. But now I feel they're also starting to push that. Well, I'm sick of it now. It's stupid. I don't even watch any of that stuff anymore. Nobody cares, you know, and it's like,
1: yeah,
0: it's just well, like everything else now.
1: I I think there's two things. I think it's that side of things, and you're right about that. I think it's people that, because we're happy with it, right? We're happy with the characters that they picked because we watched Miss Marvel and we watched WandaVision, right? So we know mm-hmm. those two characters. But I think if they're trying to get, they're trying to make a billion dollars, which they are in every movie now. It seems like if they doesn't make a billion dollars, it's just a you know, it's not 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 a success, but you're getting two characters that were spe- special kind of niche characters, uh, in, in like mainstream. And then you have captain Marvel who, Captain Marvel's cool to me. Like I love her she's great. And I love Brie Larson. She's awesome. And I love, I really liked the movie also when it came mm-hmm. out, but you're trying to sell people on the fact that you n- need to know about these two characters that you might not have known because you probably didn't watch the, shows we did i mean crazy fans and people that are into this Mm -hmm. kind of shit do but they're trying to get like the the people that don't watch these things to come out to the theater so i mean they have to know that their expectations aren't going to be high on something like this if this movie makes 300 million dollars at the end of the day that's a huge win in my opinion i mean they're Mm -hmm. like at 170 like 200 million close to 200 million like so that i think that's also it i don't think there's a fatigue i mean uh guardians of the galaxy it was a great movie it made 900 million dollars it almost made a billion dollars mm-hmm. it did really well so the, the batman made one point something billion dollars you know so these things are making money i don't think there's a fatigue i think it's just not every movie has to make 500 million dollars to be a successful movie if it's entertaining then it's it's you know it's worth it. It's worth it for them. Like you, they can't all be bangers. Like they just can't. Because if they're all bangers, there's no such thing as bangers. You know yeah, what I mean? It's over. Yeah, exactly. It's it's uh two perfect If everything's also, phenomenal and great, then what what separates them? hmm And so, and you know what people look,
0: this phase may not be as focused as Everything leading up to Endgame, which if you think about it, I feel there's never been better storytelling and a better way to connect a whole universe in terms of especially for movies. It's one thing to do it in comics. You got all the titles, you control all that. But to be able to build brick by brick a story that ends, that starts with Iron Man, you know what I'm saying, with Iron Man way back in the day and ends with in-game that alone is probably something that will never be done but again no. I don't think ever again not just even if they so do yet. work it out let's just say because the X-Men are coming and I get it a lot of people are like boohoo we've waited forever we had X movies whatever people gonna it's gonna be huge it's gonna be or huge or at the minimum it's still something to be excited for we just got Reed Richards casted like Pedro Pascal is going to be Reed Richards. (laughs) That's pretty crazy, right? Like there's still that going on. Like we're not, we've just begun. Like you do not understand. Like there is so much that can come down. Wait till we get like extinction agenda. What if they, what if they just decide, you know what? Days of Future Past was done already. We tried Dark Phoenix. What X-Men story can we get that, you know, or God loves man kills. Like they tried it in X two, but like to actually get it done. And like, come on, people, it's there. It's it's all there. It's,
1: you know, one thing I think the only thing that could rival Endgame is the scenario of when if they all come back at at, at a last movie in a scene that can rival what you know to your left, Cap moment where you get the old school guys back for one and you get the X-Men there um and that could happen in um Secret Wars correct
0: if if yes it can happen in Secret Wars that's a whole thing that is a whole thing I think that could Uh, be massive if that's the case not only that we still have Namor if they plan to make a movie we still have yeah, that it's exactly. like you you forget uh, people I don't I, I hope we don't forget the characters that we're already getting that we can build off of or mm-hmm. just add there's a whole new roster out there you know uh, again Namor who plays a prominent role in if they're doing Jonathan Hickman's Secret Wars then Namor is right down the middle of it like it, it, right down the middle of it so we uh, it's we're okay and not only that I, I think this time around we'll have a true rival as because James Gunn is starting to build his Superman movie.
1: And well, once dude, we get I'm, that going, I'm, I'm glad you talked about that. Cause I'm going to segue, right? I was going to segue right into that. Cause we just jumped just into yeah. some stuff yeah. let's just do it right now. So this is your cast right here. Um, you have all of your super, the people that can't see, I have a picture up of the cast first and, and foremost. And it's it's I'm pretty good. In. So yeah. Yeah. Here, here's the cast names, James Gunn, Superman legacy. Do you want to say these names because you're better with names dude i got you uh
0: david corn sweat as clark kent superman uh rachel brosnahan as lois lane nikki holt nicholas holt fan yeah favorite very very awesome actor as lex luthor i cannot I wait it. to see what we get there uh sarah Sampaio as eve teschmacher uh skylar Gisondo. hmm jimmy olsen take that or leave it my personal favorite right here my personal uh-huh. favorite is eddie githeggy as Michael Holt Mr. Terrific yeah, I cannot believe we're gonna get Mr. Terrific the terrific yeah. on the big screen this is gonna be great uh Maria Gabriela de Faria as the engineer I like the sex and, one and Nathan Fillion as Guy Gardner I, you know what I like it Guy Gardner Green Lantern and Nathan Fillion yeah. plays I don't want to say a prick but he plays that like he does under your skin kind of dude
1: yeah in, yeah in
0: in firefly in the serenity movie he just gets under your skin as uh kade six as the voice actor he gets under your skin he's just helpful enough but annoying enough where you're just like oh dude <laughs> all right guy uh this is gonna be great man guy gardner and mr terrific come on people yeah. gotta be happy for this and then we get hot girl isabella merced mm-hmm. as hot girl and then Anthony Kerrigan, who, if you have not seen the show, Barry, you no, he's probably best. should get into Barry. You should get amazing. into Barry. He is amazing, y'all. Uh, he's so good. Metamorphose. This is this is going to be good. And you know what? Again, James Gunn finding a way to bring, I don't want to say obscure characters, but let's let's bring a good mix of A and C list
1: and work it out. You know? Yeah. And you know that Anthony Kerrigan also was in Gotham as, um, the assassin as, uh, as Z- uh, Victor Zsaz Victor 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 yeah, he was Victor really? Zsaz in Gotham. Uh, yeah. He looks free. Zaz.
0: He could be Victor Zsaz. That's
1: right. Yeah. Wow, man. That is. And in Barry, is yeah. complete opposite. He's hilarious by the way, mm-hmm. such mm-hmm. a good show. So check that. So there you go. That's uh, Superman legacy, James Gunn. I'm excited. Uh, the, the guy that plays Superman the David course was it corn sweat. Corn sweat. Yeah. Corn, Corn sweat. Um, I'm
0: sure it's English. I, I I don't know. I'm sorry. Don't know the background, but it's probably pronounced with a different type of accent. The but picture that we have, it. he's
1: very cavillish, he- dude. Isn't he? He's got His the face. chin. He's His got face. the jaw. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, got, got, yeah he's definitely yeah, he's got, got, got the jaw. He's got it. Yeah. He can pull sure. it off.
0: I see, Your but picture- here's what. It, uh, go ahead, Roger.
1: Oh, no, no. I was going to say. I was going to uh, run it back to the Pedro Pascal thing and how cool that is that we're going to get him as reed richards yeah. and i'm interested to see what he does
0: i'm interested yeah, to see sure. how he takes this uh takes this character who is on the surface you think one of the great great leaders if, if you if this if reed richards were how do i say this if reed richards were an actual human being and then existed on this planet he, the things that he stands for or at least represents him you know, you would think this guy's an innovator. He's here to solve things. He, he right. finds cures for diseases. He's foremost uh, expert on almost everything. But, you know, there's things he does to get to that level where you have to question, you know, like he's willing to make he's willing to solve the trolley problem. No question. No question. He'll definitely run that one person over. And in some (laughs) cases, he'll run over the other 10 and be like, ah, listen, I backed myself into a corner. It had to be done, you know? And you just go, wait, what?" Like he's not evil, but he's selfish to his hubris and selfishness is something that I hope they bring forward. You know, there's a reason sometimes, especially that Sue Storm, who's married to him, is like, I can't fucking stand you, you know, (laughs) like at all. There's a reason why, you know, he gets questioned by banner and Peter Parker when they're all in the, again, most of these heroes, for those of you who do not know, or do not care to know, but most of these heroes are nerdy ass geeks. They're all portrayed as some type of molecular gastro, uh, sorry, that's food. Sorry. That's food. (laughs) They're all portrayed as like some crazy, like, you know, ultra chemist or bioengineer and, you know, space, It's just crazy, crazy fields of science that these characters are all experts in. Not only are they like, not only is Peter Parker Spider Man, but he's an expert biochemist and in bioengineer. Like he knows what's up, dude. Like Bruce Banner, the savage ass Hulk, is the same thing. Like all these people pretty much have a background where they just are like advanced STEM, like legends. So. It'd be great. It's just going to be great to see all that and to see what Pedro Pascal brings to the table.
1: Oh, yeah. And Pedro Pascal is really like immersing himself into everything we love. You know what yeah, I mean? Man. He's who, just who running was, the show.
0: Man. There was another actor that we talked about that was like in everything, right? They had pretty much did Star Wars. I think they basically had like the what's what's the geek triple crown, dude.
1: We got it. You know, uh, Star Wars, Star Trek, and, well, and Marvel or, or, or Star Wars, or Marvel DC. or DC or DC, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I keep forgetting who that was, but yeah, there was someone I think we looked up and you're like, Oh my God, this person is basically taking a nerd crown. Right. And they're holding it.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, a very exciting man. It's very exciting times and it's interesting who they're going to cast to, uh, to, uh, you know, build chemistry with him, you know, Sue and mm-hmm. the thing and, Mm-hmm. Should be fun, man! Cannot wait. cannot wait, cannot wait for that. That's in the horizon too, peeps. That's in the horizon too. Yeah. Hey,
0: Galactus did, is going
1: to be in that all, and the Galactus. Silver Surfer. Hello, yeah. hello, <laughs> like, that's crazy. Tell- <laughs> it's all crazy. Uh, yes. Did you see? I have a. Uh, were you here when I uh, debuted in my new uh, little soundbite, little video oh, soundbite? Yeah.
0: No, sir, I was not.
1: It was for Halloween time, and I think I, you deserve I've been, to have I've been away for a few episodes, so. Okay, I think you're going to appreciate this. You ready? Oh, here we go. Fuckin' me feel good. Yes. Oh, I love that one. Definitely. I love, I love it so much. Uh, it's time to talk a little Star Wars, so this is what we're going to do, guys. We are not going to get in t- into crazy depths and... Uh, and things because we want to wait for you know the other four amigos to come on here and, and to break some of this down but we are going to give you some news that's for sure so uh, Thrawn give it to us
0: greetings this is Grand Admiral Thrawn
1: whoa what happened Thrawn didn't want to play greetings this is Grand Admiral Thrawn all the ISS Chimera you are currently listening to the Sith list
0: I know a great deal about you because of this Artistic choice. May warrior's fortune smile upon your efforts.
1: So there's some stuff, guys. So it came out that Daisy Ridley um, talked a little bit about her Ray movie that's coming out. Remember, let's not forget that. Um, I think she was talking to... Who was she talking to? Collider? Yeah, she was talking to Collider's Steve Weintraub. Um, and she uh this is the quote she says uh, a couple of quotes i know that the storyline for one film that's not to say that that's all it is but that's what i was told and i imagine it will be the next film i think i mean again i don't know post strike and everything how quickly everything will start up again but yes so far i know the story of the one film and i think people will be very excited that's one quote and then she said, i will tell you steve when i saw you in the in park city i had not been approached i was asked someone, I asked some, not by you, but I was asked something when I was there and strangely people were asking me stuff and I was like, no, I'm not doing another one. Then it all happened after I came back. It was such a nice reception. I was shitting myself before I went on stage because no one knew I was going to do that. No one knew I was going to Celebration Bar like Kathy, Ka- Kathleen Kennedy and there was another couple of people. I was so nervous Oh my God, it was such a wonderful reception. I'm very excited. The story is really cool. And I'm waiting to read a script because obviously I don't have any other updates. It's not what I expected, but I'm very excited. So uh, it's not what i am expected makes me very excited. So very interesting. Daisy really has come out and said some stuff, not a lot of stuff, but she is uh, very excited that it isn't what she expected. So very cool. I'm down with some Daisy Ridley, man. I'm down with some Ray. I think it's going to be cool. I like when they do different things. So I hope this is going to be something batshit crazy. You know, Um, you know the uh, Taika Waititi stuff. It's also last week came out and we talked about a little bit last week how he said people are going to people are going to hate his Star Wars, which I think is great and. People are gonna hate majority of anything anybody does, you know. If Spielberg did a yeah. Star Wars right now, people are gonna talk shit. Oh, that guy doesn't know how to do new Star Wars or or old Star Wars, he's just got his right. style. Like people will right. shit on anything. So, like you said, there's this Discord for everything. But um, yeah, this was pretty cool. And then we had some stuff, big stuff. uh feloni came out, and there's changes abound in Star Wars land and Filoni is the, it looks like he is the see, the creative chief officer, I believe is, is what came chief, out of- Chief or, Va- creative officer or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Vanity Fair came out and uh, broke the story. And I think this has been uh, in the works for a while. And I think you can't get a better person than this. I don't think this takes over Kathleen Kennedy's job so people chill and don't freak out. And uh, But if there's a somebody, to, if there's a go-to to go to other than George Lucas, It's his, you know, the guy that he mentored, his successor, his protege. Um, I think it's great. I think it's great. And obviously, we're going to go into it next week and what, you know, how the other guys feel. But what's your uh, initial thoughts on this, Les?
0: Well, I think it just helps him be able to complete the Mandoverse the way he wants to, Uh, you know, to actually be able to have full uh, creative. Autonomy, I feel he'll be able to pull that off, so I think it's a good thing. Um, I'm sure there are people who have a little who have a gripe about this decision, but also mm. he's from what I've seen, he's done enough, he's done well enough. He is just come on, y'all.
1: I, yeah, I, I, you know I, what? I, uh, well, here's the thing what people complain about the most is like we're getting yeah. people, we're doing Star Wars with people not really knowing how to do Star Wars. You know, that's like the biggest complainer. This is not my Star Wars or whatever they say. So how can you complain about this, you know? How can you complain about the guy that is pretty much the head of the Jedi Council at this point, you know, at Lucasfilm. All all he's a Yoda practically. He knows all mm-hmm. the stuff, he knows what to do, what not to do, the continuity of things. Uh, he, he is the story group, as far as I'm considered. Like He is the person that gets the last say. So this is perfect. I, I have no problems with this. And by the way, I'm not one of those people that say, this is not my Star Wars. I think if it's not my Star Wars, then I'm excited that it's not my Star Wars. I hope things are different.
0: Yeah, because I will watch whatever's not my Star Wars and yeah. enjoy
1: it either way. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah I'm excited about this. I think there's, uh, he, he's going to be able to put these things together. There's, there's somebody that people can rely on. And all these shows and all these movies with different directors need that kind of stable person to go up to and say, hey, will this work in the timeline? Will this work? Will this work in anything that we do? Um, um, yeah, I think it's perfect, man. I do. I really do. Uh, there's also, he said something about Balin, by the way. Um, I don't have the exact on the same Vanity Fair. He said that obviously there's a story there for Bailin Skull and he's just very happy that um, people are seeing how great Ray was and uh, the story is about Ray really right now but there is a story there obviously we left yeah. him so I don't know how they're going to go back and do it but it looks like they're going to do it. I think
0: uh, to paraphrase the uh, one of the quotes he said that he had talked to him during you know shooting and stuff and he's like look, you've got to remember you're the villain. You yeah, know? right. And that apparently Ray's insight was like, but I'm not, you know, like I'm not that type of villain, you know? So I'm just paraphrasing, but uh, that's the feel, it's you awesome, know what? That's man. kind of how we, we, I don't think people were able to put a, a real finger on what we were getting with Balin's skull. Uh yeah by far the dark horse sleeper fan favorite out of the ahsoka series for sure it's probably up there now with every jedi sith any force wielder as far as like people's rankings and you know how they feel about uh you know just in general like where he fits now with in like you know jedi sith uh lore whatever i feel you know a lot of people can't are not going to discount this guy because of how well he was portrayed oh yeah Uh, talk about an actor taking what was given to them and doing more and then again also rest in peace you know
1: yeah also rest in peace Uh, I have one it was awful and talk about a guy that immersed himself into like our our pop culture you know our fandom he was amazing uh, this is one of the quotes that Filoni said Uh, going forward it will be challenging there were meaningful people to us they were collaboratives and friends um he's also talking about a costume designer shawana Trippic, i believe that passed away unexpectedly as well she was a emmy nominated costume designer um, mm-hmm. and they will be missed i'm just so glad they were a part of the show so that every time i watch it i think of them and there's no time that i that won't happen they will always be in our spirits so that's one of the quotes that he said and he did also say that yeah there is a story there and we are definitely going to try to He doesn't know how to what they're gonna do, but there's something. So there's that. So some Star Wars talk, and like I like I told you before, uh, we'll get back into it uh, next week. Back from uh, I think get back from Hawaii next Tuesday, so I'll be here for record on Wednesday. So perfect, that'll be great. There'll be a lot to talk about. So did you see what uh, Ridley Scott had to say about some of the historians about Napoleon? Because he's getting some shit right. No, the, the movie Napoleon. I didn't, need didn't to see what he what they say because yeah,
0: Ridley Scott well, has yeah. his. He, come on, y'all. He's the fact that he's still making epics at his age, and you got to respect some of that. He's his his credentials. His work speaks for itself to the point.
1: Yeah, not only that, um he's uh like we talked about it. Probably pound for pound, one of the greatest ever. Mm -hmm. You know, his quote was, um, (laughs) here's his quote. And he was talking to, I think he was also talking to Variety, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Here we go. So some of the historians have suggested that it might not be uh, accurate at all. Not the most accurate Napoleon film ever made. Scott responded by addressing the entire historian community excuse me mate were you there Uh no well shut well shut the fuck Uh up then (laughs) yes so pretty much perfect pretty much Uh is uh well if you weren't there you can't be 100 percent exactly you know
0: dead on what
1: happened so let me fucking make my movie shut the fuck up
0: yeah because okay yeah you can still take historical written account but like some of that may not be I don't, OK, I'm not going to say not be true, but you know what? It's also a movie where you have to edit and condense some things. You're probably going to skip over a lot of details and a lot of different things. You know, Uh I, I do want to see that movie because I'm anxious oh, to see yeah. how they uh portray Waterloo, first of all, and then also yeah. uh, his attempt to conquer Russia. Yeah. like. France with Napoleon. They went through, man. They, they had their own little empire <laughs> they did. for a little bit, man. The dude they, did. Was like, they ran we're the doing show some too. Things,
1: yep. So they ran the show for a while. It should be. I mean, I, I love Ridley Scott. I love his movies and he was pretty, he was talking about, uh, in another interview, he was talking about how excited he is for Gladiator two. And it's the one that we're like, what the hell is going on? But as more and more, I read about who's going to be in it. I mean, right. they, it's pretty impressive, man. Like, uh, I, know I mean it doesn't have to
0: follow Maximus. It doesn't have to follow him. It, it, you know, Gladiator. No, it doesn't
1: follow Maximus. It follows uh uh Is it Lucius? The sun? Yeah, Is it follows Lucius. Yeah, okay. the sun. And in this uh, cast here, bro, we got Denzel Washington, Paul Mescal as Lucius, Russell Crowe. So they have him now listed, Barry. Uh, Kean, what is that? Keenan Barry Keegan, Barry Keegan, I think, or Keegan. Keegan, yeah, the one that Keegan, plays yeah. in Immortals, and he's also the Joker in the next Batman movie, allegedly. Connie Nielsen, which was uh, Lucilla, she was in the original. Pedro Pascal, yes. by the way, he's uh, the main. Is he going to be the main guy? Is he going to? He's be going to. Well, fighter? he's going to be. I think he's going to be training Lucius. So what's going to happen? Oh, so Lucius is going to be
0: fighting. Okay, okay. Yeah, Lucius is going to be fighting, oh, so and then Emperor
1: Carcasala, uh, Carcasala Emperor Joseph Quinn is playing him, and Dijman Hansui is that jimon Hansu? jimon Hansu, who was in the first one, is also back at it. First of I'm all, excited. that's
0: see the different. Here's the problem: Jimon Hansu does not age.
1: No, no he he's doesn't.
0: gonna look like he did in the first Gladiator. Yeah, like yeah, it is. Oh, how, how did, like, you know? At some point, <laughs> someone's gonna be like, "What is what is this guy doing, man? What's this the elixir yeah, here?" This, this is, is like... gonna be like,
1: I would imagine, fifteen years after the original. If if it's Lucius being, you know, <laughs> he he looks like he did an EOG. So <laughs> now, remind remind me, the first one, Lucius was his son, right? He's not Maximus' son. It's, was it? it? that. Wasn't hinted. No.
0: No, 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 no. They just, he just happened to be loved by Marcus Aurelius and the family. And is okay, it I Lu- thought there was something Lucille? where he Lucilla it was like his... or whatever. And then, oh. uh, Commodus, they were like, you know, he just happened to be basically, he was basically part of the family, if I remember correctly. I don't think uh, it, there may have been like a hint of love, but like Maximus was a faithful dude, man.
1: I... Yeah, but I think that those two had a shenanigans going nah, on. Nah,
0: Maximus huh? was a faithful dude. It was all—if you remember—the whole thing was about him going home.
1: Can't yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Be yeah, able yeah, to go yeah, home and meet your yeah, son, you true. know, with
0: your son and your wife, and it was that's yeah. all he thought about. Hell, even at the end, it's just. Oh, I mean, are we trying to say like a William Wallace kind of slip up? Yes,
1: like in Braveheart, right. you know, like exactly, a, 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 exactly. That's a, 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 a little, a
0: little something, something happening. I wonder. Possibly. I wonder, but. William Wallace didn't have. I think if 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 we're going and trying to like make that assumption, comment Maximus had his family. Like he still had that anchor, and he Ooh. was a very morally upright dude. Like he really was. Well, that well, guy. well, listen
1: to this. Listen to this. Here's the synopsis. Oh, boy, now here a gro- we go. Now a grown man in Gladiator Two will take place decades after the first movie, and is likely to follow Lucius as he searches for the truth about his biological father, discovering that he is in fact the secret son of Maximus. No! You know what? There you have it. It's cool to be proven wrong, but I really... uh, Well, no, you might not have been because they, they didn't talk about that until maybe, you know, the synopsis.
0: No, but you you look at honorable dudes in this tangent. Oh, yeah. Listen, well, all, you have yeah. Ned Stark in Game of Thrones, and yes. you, it's it's later justified, or he's later yes. you know absolved of quote bringing he home a bastard, yeah, because it's not; him. it was his nephew. Oh. Like he kept, and not only that, he kept a secret to his sister. Like it it solidifies his loyalty and uh-huh. the honorable his 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 integrity as Ned Stark. It really does solidify that. I yeah, kind of want that for Maximus. True. Maximus just was that guy. When you think about it, Roman, no, but you know, legion leader, he was that. But if he, if it turns out, uh, you know what, I can deal with that. It's all good. It's not a deal breaker.
1: Yeah, and maybe at the end of the day, we find out it's that's not true. Who knows? Who knows? He's he's searching for the truth. Now we didn't we glossed over in the beginning. Have you watched anything at all lately? Like,
0: I did start watching a show. It's me too new ish me too and if i were you a raj and for those it's of on you amazon that, prime it's not on amazon prime this oh, is on is hulu like okay uh it's it's a show called shorzy shorzy and okay you watched Letterkenny. you know there's a character and it's first of all Letterkenny is a very canadian show and so is shorzy mm-hmm. but it's about senior hockey in canada so it's basically senior like <laughs> glorified adult league oh it's nice glorified adult league uh okay it, it, it's it the hockey alone is funny. The uh, it's it's just really funny. Um, he's your your stereotypical puckhead for sure. But okay. uh, if you played hockey and you played at a high level and you still, you know, those of us weekend warriors and adult league superstars, this show is right there. He's he's a, he's a jerk. Uh, there's good hockey footage. Like they all can skate, so the actors can actually skate. Oh, that's skate. cool. So right it's on. you know you don't it's not like when we watched the Mighty Ducks first couple movies and you can, couldn't <laughs> no. tell that there's a skate doubles, right. or if right. you watch Young Blood and see that Patrick Swayze nor Keanu Reeves or uh Rob Lowe could skate, they oh, just no. like they got was on going. the eyes. <laughs> actually, he could skate. He was the one who could skate. Keanu could skate, yeah, but the other ones no. But uh yeah, I was watched I've, watch, I've w- been watching Shorzy and uh been
1: thoroughly entertained nice cool i've been watching upload on Ooh, amazon Prime. i heard that's and, very good yeah sal and randy had told me to watch it and i, mm-hmm. I gave it a shot and now it's uh very good man really Scott, like one of those shows that has a heart and it's sci-fi-ish and if it's not and it's made by greg daniels the guy that did the office mm-hmm. and not not many uh known actors other than right. some bit parts by some of the office character like the uh the actors that played in the office. But really cool and, and and really cool hypotheticals of you know, the story is about I think I talk about this, I'll do it real quick. It's about um before you die, you get to purchase an upload in for you mm. to exist for the rest of your life in in the afterlife. They take your conscience and your brain pretty much, and they, you know, depending on how much money you have, that's how great. And nice of a place it will be, but if you believe in religion, you believe in heaven. Do you make that choice, even if you have enough money to be in the most amazing place ever? So it's about capitalism, and it's about how bad, uh, you know. Like again, the haves and have-nots. Yeah, because have <laughs> there's some
0: poor people who believe you may not
1: be able to do that. You know, that's exactly what it's about. That that's then- exactly and everything that's in the afterlife, whatever it's called, you have to pay for. Like. Like apps, so you gotta have clothes. Games. You gotta have a what is it? So somebody, so so let's say that God forbid something happened to you, and we upload you right before you pass away, and you have a great spot. I have to make sure that I keep up with oh, the app, wow. like, and if you don't, you freeze until your two gigs are back the next day. So now, so I have someone to has make to sure. pay for my commissary. There's a commissary, the That's commissary crazy. that yeah exactly if you want to wear skinny jeans you got to pay for it if you want to wear if you want to have the t-bone steak somebody's got to pay for it and if they don't then you're in the little shit area in the hotel that nobody goes to half the books are written because you can't afford to to put the rest on the page so and then you freeze there it's pretty cool man you got to check it out it's a great idea
0: but that 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 uh in terms of like the commerce uh that that plays on the concept of like you know when people were buried they had coins so they could pay the boatman, yeah to be ferried right. you know or like right. uh, exactly your riches were buried with you so you could quote have that in the afterlife you know a lot of right. kings and emperors, uh-huh. yeah all the pharaohs you know yeah. pharaohs were you know chieftains were buried with like their wives and right. all yeah. their riches and it's like yep
1: that you take it with you buddy you know that's uh amazing it's pretty it's, it's heavy and at the same time it's really funny Mm -hmm. And uh, and it's got it makes you think that's for sure. I uh, it's great show. I'm surprised it's three seasons in. And again, Amazon doesn't give a shit. They don't advertise. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows about it. But if this was something on Netflix, it'd be massive. I have a feeling, massive. Speaking of Netflix, I did watch something. I watched The Killer,
0: the David Fincher, Michael. Okay, I haven't watched it
1: yet, and I love Fincher. What'd you think? great you need you need to watch it oh okay okay,
0: so it it is it's i don't want to say formulaic but it is uh got that premise assassin botched job hitman botched job fighting their way out you know back into a corner kind of thing right that's all i'm gonna say i to say anything else uh other than it's still very good it was still a good entertaining movie classic fincher definitely it had okay. the feel it had the look uh fastbender's pretty good oh, it's not somewhere. it's it, it is not uh i don't want to say deep you know because when you think of fincher stuff you know you think of like girl with the dragon Se- tattoo seven seven you know there's like yeah there's, gone there's girl this like depth you know and you're like yeah. you're pulled into it you can feel like this depth it's nothing like that but it is Fincher you know it's yeah. like it's just great. feels that way uh, I'm sure if they if he did a couple of other things maybe there it would have added that like heavy pressure or whatever it is you feel from a Fincher movie but it right. still worked and you know what it was great they limited release in theaters and straight to streaming so you could watch it at the comfort of your home wasn't too crazy in terms of like, you know, having to be three D. It was really yeah. good.
1: Oh, that's awesome. I he was executive producer and showrunner for Mindhunter on Netflix. And mm-hmm. I watched two or three seasons about the about real life um FBI agents who started the serial killer division. And so he has all the serial killer stuff, most famous ones. That was done that was done really well too. And you could tell Spencer from this big right when it starts. Um that's great man that's awesome I uh, I thought that was really good I saw today that squid games the reality show came out and I watched some of it here and there when I was going in and out but I, I can't figure out what is the like at the end of it obviously they're killing people but what do they do anything to to make it like oh my god I lost or it's just about the money?
0: man i do not do reality tv well i don't yeah i really could care less i i sorry maybe i'm saying that wrong i couldn't care less
1: no no. about it you know that
0: makes sense so i uh i mean if anything it is definitely about the money and you know whatever it's like six million bucks or something yeah to get that
1: money but like i yeah yeah i i didn't look too interesting That's for sure. But the new season's coming out of the show, which was definitely interesting.
0: Yeah. Give give us the actual show. Give us another (laughs) season
1: of Squid Game, you know, and we'll go from there. How about that? Well, they bring these Squid Game dude soldiers out, and it was like, what's the point? Like, what are they going to do?
0: I mean, if they... I was going to say, but if they really wanted to, like... Do a legit squid game. You just take that first game from the first episode where the dude is like flipping the thing, and if you can't stop it, you get slapped in the face. And how about we yeah. just follow okay. those people around like, and I'm down with that. And I'm down with that. See people getting slapped in the face <laughs> ten times in a row. That's the yeah. game, dude. Let's do that. How about that? I'm down. If you can handle that, you get six million bucks. That's
1: awesome. Uh all right, man. I think uh I think we can wrap. Oh, hey. Hey, Little Rolling Stones. But hey, Little Rolling Stones doing one of the great songs in history American-made, American-written songs. Time,
0: so of American made American written songs.
1: Great version of it, too. So, the Rolling Stones have been doing this the last couple of years of uh, doing Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan. Guys, again, happy Thanksgiving. Um, you know, sucks that the guys aren't here but we are definitely thankful for them and um for them to be on with us week in and we week out we've been doing this Les than i and boo have been doing this for so long and those guys have come on eric's been on and tom's been on for a crazy amount of time now i mean i'm talking like probably five years now right yeah, and easily, randy easily. now has been on for like three years it's been so it's been a great run, and we're definitely thankful for you uh, for listening every single week. We appreciate you, and uh, hope you guys have a great, great gobble gobble. Les, where can people find you? Uh,
0: when I'm not in the hospital, you can find me on X slash Twitter at LesIsMore78. You can also find me on this show, hopefully a lot more instead of the last few weeks, and uh, also on our Syphilis YouTube channel.
1: Great. You can find me if I'm not in traffic, going to Vegas, coming home from Vegas, or driving around Vegas. You can find me at the Sith List anywhere social media is found. Check us out YouTube. Please subscribe. Go on SithList.com for the Patreon info. We're all there. It's all there, guys. We'll catch you next week. Have a great, great Thanksgiving, and we'll be here for episode number 382 of the Sith List.
0: the vacuum of oh, his eyes and it's